Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. Yes. Man, I'm so, like, fear-tired. What? That's the thing about doing a haunted like amusement park. We went to Not Scary Farms last night, and also big ups to the skeleton Ugh. that scared the fucking shit out of me, and then came up close to me and said, "Got you, Mister Zabrowski." Whoa, you like that, huh? I thought that was cool. You got okay. me. You did legitimately scare me. I am one of those. I'm an easy, scareable person. Me mm-hmm. and Jackie both love it. We give into it, but there does come to a point. At every single haunt night, which is the best, right? We're having so much fun, running around screaming. Sure. That, like, you're so, like, tense from fear that you're exhausted. And then we went to, at Not Scary Farms, they do this thing called a buffet. Oh. Where you go, and it's got a buffet, which I thought were dead. They're back. They're alive. Okay, thank God. We walked into this buffet, and they have scare actors scaring you. Uh-huh. As you get your food. And there is a thing where it's like, I was coming in. Honestly, I'm not going to fucking, the, the, whatever, man. Buffet life. I had a plate that was just Swedish meatballs and corn. Wow, that, that is was, buffet life. That was a round I wanted, right? I had already gotten the fried chicken. I got some mashed potatoes. I went and got some pork tenderloin. Sure. I went over, got some buffalo cauliflower for the vegetarians. Good on you, buffet. Wow. All of a sudden, I go back for my second course, Swedish meatballs and corn. A man oh. dressed as a psychotic clown jumps up. Guess what I do? What? Corn everywhere. Whoa. But it's your fucking problem now. Right? Well, it because sounds now, like, like it is quite scary farms. I don't know about this whole knots thing. No, but huh? that's a man's name, Kissel, you fucking piece of shit. Well, that's a great day to be a little rat. It's corn dinner because corn scared dinner. Henry dropped a bunch but of food was, on the floor. But, uh, but a lot of it was mostly just them screaming at you while you ate. Well, that's fantastic. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben hanging out with Henry. Mm-hmm. We can scream at you right now. And if you happen uh, to be eating, it's kind of like you are at a haunt. Put the are sandwich you in your mouth. Put your sandwich in your mouth, you fucking gremlin. Eat it. Absolutely. Eat that sandwich. Um, yummy, 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 yummy. Oh, you're well, a hog for lunch, aren't you? You. Well, <laughs> Yes, indeed. Well, speaking <laughs> of gremlins, evidently on the Warnke episode, I mentioned Ayn uh, Rand. And uh, just to clarify, she is a bitch. Uh, number one, I guess. I have to clarify that. Thank number you. One. No problem Boom. there. Got her right in the um, fucking And then number tuchus. two, I guess she did not survive the Holocaust. No. So there you go. It's part of her mythos that may be a bit of a lie. Nonetheless, hopefully that can tame some of the commenters out there. Yes. Okay, let's move also, on. Can I give a shout out to sure. friend of the show, sure. V. Kelly? V. Kelly got married this weekend, oh. and I want to say I got to see it virtually, and I just want to say, V, wow, good work. You Whoa. did it. Beautiful hand-fasting ceremony. She's married to a wizard now, and oh. you can feel the ritual deep down inside. Well, we have a wizard story coming up here in just a second, but let's first do just a bit of an update. The law firm, we all know Alex Murdoch is a piece of crap. We all know Fuck that he's you, extremely- Fuck you, Alex Murdoch. Fuck you, extreme, you piece of shit. He's extremely fraudulent, and as the story continues to unravel, that's our little pet story. Everyone else can have every yeah. other story. This story to us is uh, so this is my freaking favorite. fascinating. Alec Murdoch ain't going 
anywhere. No, he's not. So his law firm, obviously that was the law firm that was from his family lineage, my grandfather, my father, and now I will run the law firm. But I don't know if the Mm -mm. two previous people stole a bunch of money from said law firm. He is now finally being sued from his law firm by his law firm or former law (laughs) firm because he took so much money. Yeah, got that motherfucker. Get him right when he's down, man. It just seems like every day this weird sociopathic socialite from South Carolina wakes up and sweats while while getting the mail because every letter is like, you fucked up again. You Mm -hmm. fucked up once again. And at some point, doesn't he have to have a funeral for his wife and son? Which I don't know if they have. No, that's gross. He ain't got time for that. He's a lawyer. My thing is about this whole story again (laughs) is that it shows how. Oh, also it was founded by his great grandfather. So this this is a whole. Woo. Yep. And they're coming for him finally. Uh, But to be honest, right, this shows how the house of cards. Not to even namesake that show again, right? I guess that's what they say about this fucking bullshit, right? Of the these entitled pricks mm. whose whole lives have been protected by the fear that they've created around them. But it's also interesting how, like, as soon as somebody up top says, we don't like this person anymore, they're out of the circle, boom! boom. They just fucking get got. The cops come. The old stuff. And then you also wonder how many people, though, have been protected by these same exact family lines mm-hmm. for years and years and years that have done yeah. the same exact shit because these power structures exist all over the Bro, country. The only thing you don't, the only thing you can't do is murder your wife and your son. Even though he did do that, he is still not accused or he has been accused of it, but he's still not been arrested. So nope. he's still being protected. But anyway, so a lawsuit from his former law firm uh, alleges that they found a Check on Murdoch's desk, right? And this <laughs> check was supposed to be issued to PMPED. That's the name of the law firm. Sure. However, it was made payable to Alexander Murdoch Esquire. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. As opposed to the law firm. So they were like, oh, here you, you moron. Okay. I, this, it looks I'm like also, the check is going to the wrong entity. And this is my, <laughs> this is another word of a criminal advice to people that are Great. currently like lawyers. If you are embezzling money from your law firm, whatever you're doing, I'm going to say, give yourself a little bit of like a little bit of a correction and don't put Esquire on the check that you write to yourself. <laughs> because I feel like, come what on, you're Esquire? still, and what that does moment, it mean again? What is this? fancy it just, for lawyer. It's fancy for a lawyer. In that moment, <laughs> you're not a citizen. You're stealing from the lawyer. I feel like you're stealing from your lawyer yourself. And so in that way, you'd be like, this is me being just me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Esquire right now, but who knows? Maybe you're proud because you got you finally getting it over on these pieces of shit that are working you to death. Yeah. Um, well, all right. So here's anyway, a bit an, of an update there. Here is another. Breaking news from Whoa. Side Stories, last podcast in love. I am fucking great today. I'm certainly not destroyed by being frightened all night. But <laughs> as happens on Side Stories, I would say how many times a month does, does this happen? Two times a month where the biggest true crime news of the week by far will come out the second we record. Yeah, I, it happens quite often. I think it's also a testament to just how much crime there is. It's just so because much. Because it's impossible to net it before it before we record. So now, guys, there's another bad Gary out there. Another mean little Gary. Gary Francis Post has been named by a group of sleuths. Web sleuths, yes. former investigators. These guys who came back together, I believe that they are called the case breakers that are a group of, I guess, former investigators, um, bored old people on the (laughs) internet looking to close cases. Um, They believe that they have found the real identity of the Zodiac killer, Gary Post, Gary Francis. Francis. Um, Which was also the middle name of the head character from House of Cards. Yes. (laughs) So strange. Weird. Uh, But guys, uh, okay. So last week, everybody was in a tizzy. They were like, sure. we got him, we got him, we got him again. Did we, though? I uh, um. don't know. I'm not even going to say I don't think so, because we don't know. No We have idea. no fucking clue. The, the news dropped, right? And they said, we got him. And they say, we definitely have evidence on him. And now it's been yes. a week. And I have seen absolutely 
Nothing. Well, I'm as a ufologist, as a ufologist, this is this is a week that's kind of par for the course where you're like, I was promised sure. some big bombshell, but where is it? But and sometimes it, with that, we at least have a picture. Sometimes. And of course, our friend, friend of the show, Billy Jensen, um, he has, a, I believe it's the Murder Squad pod that he does, um, mm-hmm. but he investigated the case and he had a, so if you want to watch his little tweets, his Twitter rant, watching, man, you know, as a ufologist, the inside fighting from oh, groups true of people. crime gossip is true incredible. Crime gossip is hilarious, but the but case- he dropped some tea because he yes. said the haste of the he said the head of the case breakers was like trying to get him to make the case for another guy being DB Cooper, and for he said show- he couldn't do it. Yeah, he's, he w- Billy said he wouldn't do it because he said their evidence is not there. Meanwhile, the head of the case breakers is saying like. We're making this guy our D.B. Cooper. We're making them D.B. Cooper. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So now this is the same guy saying Gary Post is a Zodiac killer. Right. They're saying they have inside information from a part of the gear of the Zodiac killers crew of okay. murderers. So there yes. was a crew of guys. And one of these guys said that they would go out to these properties and that Gary Post himself would teach him. He would go and he would groom him mm-hmm. into being a serial killer. And so now they're saying that they have evidence. <laughs> but the only evidence well, that they've so far admitted to having is saying that they have some corroborating evidence as to locations that Gary Post lived in and where murders that have been attributed to the Zodiac killer have also been. And they yes. said that it fits this timeline. And they say they have DNA. So the yes, the the case breakers also said they had some new physical and forensic evidence, and they also interviewed, I guess, eyewitnesses who supported their theory Apparently. that an Air Force veteran who died in 2018 was behind the murders. According to Tom Colbert, uh, he is the member. He is a member of the case baker of the case breakers. He says, "I absolutely feel we solved this case." But can we take him at his word? We just don't know. We don't uh, know. The FBI and San Francisco Police Departments have de- have declined to comment, and they are still sort of like, okay, well, we have much more investigations to do. So uh, the official entities that kind of matter as opposed to web sleuths, that, not that they don't matter, but they serve a purpose, but the official entities haven't moved forward with that. No. Post-humus post post prosecution. And I honestly still think that that's kind of, it serves their prerogative to make sure that they don't support the web sleuths because they don't want to be scooped by the web sleuths so you could see how they might be reticent but also where's the evidence show me the fucking money and then i'm here man i'll fucking we'll get the case breakers i want to talk to them and shit but show us the money i want to see this shit there's also there was a rash of things that came out when this news hit saying that gary post was a very frequent commenter on Reddit and other various websites and had posted like very pro Lady Gaga posts saying like, I love her music and what? then she's an artist and there was somebody what? else. Yes, and he was a huge Minnesota Vikings fan. Wait a second. Fan. Are you telling me the fucking Zodiac killer lived long enough where he no longer had yes. to describe his own very unique things? He lived long enough to have a Reddit? No, yes, I'm not, but apparently, I'm not living in a world where the Zodiac Killer is on Reddit. I refuse to live in that world. No, you then you're fine because they're now saying that they believe that that was a hoax, according to Snopes. They're saying oh that they God. think that it was a hoax, but that was a thing that came out really quickly. There was also that fucking um, the post of that one guy. It is weird. The one guy that posted with like hanging out with Gary Post. He it was his Facebook post. He posted it and he was just like hanging out with the old man. Nothing but good times. Zodiac? <laughs> Who cares, man? Good to miss this guy. And he's posted that several times. And people are asking, like, how did you know that he was a Zodiac killer? Because they, they're like, you know, apparently he said something. We don't know if that's real or not, but that's a very no. funny post. And then a woman that knew Gary Post as a little girl said that she was uh, babysat by Gary Post and his wife. Okay. Said She said, of course he's a Zodiac killer. I know for a fact that he's a Zodiac killer because he was mean to me. Which is exactly the, the Ben Kissel, you know. You You're being you mean to someone, me. You'd like that's what happens. She she did. He dared to be mean to this child, and then also that's she not accuses nice. him. No, you know, but it's a she, big leap, though. It is. She says she's definitely the Zodiac killer because he was also mean to his wife and would make his wife recook dinners. If he didn't like him, I'm and sure he's he might, a piece of shit. I'm sure he's an asshole. Absolutely. Yeah. And he, and he seemed to might have done some physical assaults to the woman as well, but also not to the little girl, but to his wife. And so she's saying like, yeah, so that mean guy is definitely a Zodiac. But again, that's just somebody who had a bad babysitter. 
And of course, you know, on the heels of the catching of the Golden State Killer, which was kind of the yes. biggest. The that big was like news. a great get. That Samuel was like, Little. Oh, yeah, got one. Samuel Same Little, thing. another one. We got one. This is incredible. These entities have been scaring communities for so long. The one thing that both of those had, I believe Little as well, was DNA. They now, when it comes it. to the Zodiac, apparently there was a partial profile on file because the Zodiac, uh, from a stamp that the Zodiac sent yes. uh, during his crime. So I guess he did lick it, which is nice where <laughs> it's kind of, you know, but that's also why another I always perfect use, zodiac letter. I use that perfect. as I, I use a sponge now, <laughs> just yeah. for that fact. You know, so who knows what's happening with that? Either way, it's keeping the true crime community uh, a buzz, a buzz, a, buzz. a flurry, and uh, in many ways, I think that, that is fun for all of us and truly in for the victims. Hopefully, closure for the families. That would be a wonderful thing. So. Uh, it, it, it is. would be. And honestly, getting Zodiac would be really nice. But there's still a lot of people that believe that it's Arthur Allen, which I am still kind of in that camp. Uh, and we will fucking see, won't we? Won't we? Because yes. we'll see if they end up putting out any of this information. There's another true crime story that has been uh, a big deal this week that is absolutely brutal. You, you, you might want to read. You might want to read into this one a little bit because it's a little bit more complicated and it's mostly rumor. Uh, so that's you kind of have to sort through it. It is about the mis- disappearance of Cassidy Rainwater. That was a woman that went missing, I believe, in July. She was she was reported missing on July 25th. It was mm-hmm. around that time period. And there was a man by the name of James David Phelps who said that he was involved in this woman's life, saying I was helping this woman to get back on her feet. Right. That she was this 33 year old woman living with this weird ass guy, I guess, in the middle of Missouri at his cabin at 386. Moon Valley Road, which is, I guess, near this place that's it's near Windyville in Missouri. Right? Okay, it's but they say that it's haunted, right? So they call Windyville in Missouri. They call it Spookaville. Oh right? my goodness, it's spooky over there, right? And it, it's it sounds not, very spooky. It's not just James Phelps; it's also a fellow named Timothy Norton. Um, they were oh, both yeah. uh, they both appeared in court this past or not so this they past went, Tuesday, but Tuesday, October 5th. They managed to work out that this was the last known location where Cassidy Rainwater was found. Right. So they went, they interviewed them. They said, well, the last we saw her, she was she left in the middle of the night. She got into a car and left. Right. And mm-hmm. that was it. Right. And then I picture from the Internet was sent to the police. That was a picture of a semi nude woman pictured inside of a giant cage. Mm. Right. And they said, I believe this is to be, this is a woman by the name of C.R. You need to look into it. And apparently they did the work. They enhanced it. They did all their forensic work. They did believe, yes, that was Cassidy Rainwater. They went, arrested the two men. They, mm-hmm. they were weird ass roommates, right? Because James D. Phelps is a, as exactly as you imagine him. Uh, he looks like a, uh, uh, I don't know how to do it. He looks like a rat with glasses. And then yeah. Timothy Norton's an over the night trucker, right? And Timothy Norton looks the part. They went they up really there. They found, they found several pictures inside of his cell phone. Of a semi-nude Cassidy Rainwater, and they arrested him. If you combine the two, they have a full, luscious head of hair, which oh, is very yes. nice. Uh, yes. Because Norton's got a long mane, but nothing on top. And then creepy, skinny pervert has a lot on top, but nothing on the sides. So evidently what we have is a situation that I was talking with a sex worker about recently. And they were t- talking about how the woman that they knew went missing and they found out that uh, she had air quotes signed. And I don't know if this is this case exactly, but they found out she air quotes signed an agreement to become somebody's slave. And then that yes. person ended up dying and the charges were never filed against this person. But I think in this case, it was straight up a kidnapping led by uh, followed by what seems to be Leonard Lake and Charles Ng like activity. Yes. And now Ugh. what they are saying and now. So now the rumor mills Ugh. are going. One rumor yes, mill is that when they went to fucking arrest him, because now they're both being held without bails. That apparently uh, mm. the story is that when they arrived at James D. Phelps house is that he was a he showed them how he had been consuming human meat. Oof. Right. And that there was examples of you meet. They found meat hooks on the house of the property. All this kind of shit. Also, you know what happened last Monday as soon as they fucking but house burnt down. Um, which revealed what? the cage. Oh, yeah. Don't know what the fuck happened. Don't know why that that place wasn't secure. So there's rumors of cannibalism. Um, now they're trying to connect them to many missing women. 
And all right. So Timothy Norton got involved because Timothy Norton's a long haul trucker. Now mm-hmm. what we're seeing is if these rumors are true, now all of this is baseless rumors. They have no fucking clue. As a matter of fact, the chef got the, the sheriff got so fucking mad about the rumors that he wrote an article in the paper where he fucking he hits uh, uh, he <laughs> he goes right for web sleuths where he's been like all y'all armchair detectives sitting around with your with your cheesy poofs and your box wine on your couch. <laughs> that's what he hits. He goes right well, into it. That's a uh, that's Dallas County Sheriff Scott Rice. Uh, this is a quote. Because as, as Henry said, I think it does, uh, in the mind of a sheriff, they are probably not as helpful as they are aggravating. And then, yes. I mean, web sluice, despite the fact, again, uh, they can do some good work. But this is a quote from Rice. He says, this isn't a TV series or a movie where we go, where we go to a commercial break and have lab results in 15 minutes. Searching a crime scene for seven days, 24 hours a day takes that long, 168 hours. So he yeah. is uh, pumping the brakes a little bit on oh, some of the uh, expectation. Uh, he goes on to say, we're working in the real world, and this is an active investigation. We all, we all members of the prosecution team believe that it's appropriate to release information, and, uh, and we will keep you informed until that time. I can, tell you, I can tell you we have all parties involved with Cassidy Rainwater's case in jail, and we expect additional charges to be filed in coming days. So they believe it's only those two people. I mean, who fucking knows? Because they still haven't excavated um, all the fucking property. Because uh, the one thing I'll tell you what, having two human-sized cages yeah. on your property doesn't necessarily point towards like, oh, he's just you know, loves collecting cages. Like, I've never heard of someone just having a cage. No. I guess if you're like... If you live in Vegas and you run like a go-go company where you're trying to get like, you know, you you work with dance or something like that. But that's if you're a different in theatrical kind of productions. I, it, my understanding is these are dog cages and obviously. Yeah, man. You know, have you have seen to... the pictures of the cages? Yeah. It's bad, dude. It is fucking like old school, like uh, deer hunter style, yeah. like human cages. It's not good. I don't like all of the restrictions. Okay. But let's yeah. just say Home oh. Depot. You go in, you buy five <laughs> dog cages. I just need to see a picture on your phone of a dog. Of a dog that I just big. need to see you hugging a dog and say, this would be why. Do you have a bevy of dogs? Even just one dog. And maybe you want to have other dogs. Seriously. Okay. But why? He <sighs> had two. Lord. He had two of them. I don't know. Maybe he made them. Maybe he built them. I'll tell you what, because we bought one of those like big like animatronic like uh, jumping things. right? And my goal is I wanted to put it in a big dog cage. Right. And it's actually diff- more difficult than you think to just get one of those big dog cages. And I'm just like kind of afraid of the tracks because then also it's like, what do I do with I just have this giant human sized dog cage like from now on? Like, what do I do with it? Right. Because yeah, it's like, exactly. I-, I don't know what it would do because it will definitely like probably hinder me reselling this house. If I have this massive human sized dog cage in the back of it. And right. I say like, sometimes I have to protect myself from myself. Absolutely. Uh, I would if you if I went over to your house for Halloween and I saw a bunch of dog cages, I'd say, okay, it's Halloween. But if I went over Mm -hmm. for Thanksgiving and they were still there, (laughs) I would say we need to talk about why are there dog cages? Wendy is quite tiny and she needs maybe a little cage, like a little walnut home. Like I couldn't help but notice that Wendy's outside of the cage. And they're like, no, yeah, Wendy's the guard. Yes. So the reason why the web sleuths continue on is, again, because of the slow drip, drip, drip from the Cassidy Rainwater case. And uh, we'll see. We'll follow this one because it's really sad. We need to give justice to this woman and it sucks. And the whole thing, what a horrible freaking way to die. It is at the hands of these two goddamn absolute losers. Well, they're complete. These are like the type of monsters you expect them to be. At least they look like that. This this week we're starting on a heavy hitter series that it's like the characters specifically don't look like they would do this type of things. Where meanwhile, like these guys, like if you were to tell me the cast two guys that keep people in human cages in order to eat them, I'd be like, um, we got it right here. You're going to be a star. Gosh darn. Yeah, these people are freaking gnarly. So anyway, look into that case. We'll keep you updated. And, uh, you know, I guess the web sleuths in this case have They're done trying. what the web sleuths do, which is exactly that. They try, they try, and sometimes they do good. Live from your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about 
her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hi, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. All right. Well, I want to talk about this story because we talk about, I mentioned sex workers. Yes. Porn, it's hard. It's hard on the body. It is, it's hard it's to hard do porn. It it's is. Hard. It's hard. And mentally, it's difficult. It's mentally. Dru- it's a performance. It is. It's difficult. It's hard to act. It's hard to wink it. It's hard to do those things, right? Yes. On camera. You have team total physical control. And we both, we know male and female porn stars. It's a different kind of difficult for both of them, but they both it are is. jobs. It is hard. Anyway, apparently one ex-porn star, she was Hungarian. That's the problem. <laughs> I'm going to say that's yeah, how that is really funny. There that's we really go. Funny. Really that's nailed really it there. Good. Anyway, she was doing Hungarian porn, which I actually don't know what that is. I've never I seen I think it's that. a lot of eating rock soup. I think that they, <laughs> the Danube. Uh, I am sure there's a lot of fun. A lot fun of borscht. Things. 
Yeah. Anyway, she had a two-year-old son, and I say had because she doesn't have it anymore. Former Hungarian porn star has been accused of fatally stabbing uh, her two-year-old son, and then Oh, where she put it in the gutter somewhere. That'd be horrible. She left it in the bed. That'd be really bad. Too. Yeah, it it's would not be also do. bad. No. All of it's bad. Um, She instead took the body to a supermarket and then she dumped the body on the checkout counter. And I guess I don't. She wanted to ring it up. I have no idea or, what was happening there, but her name is Catelyn. I'm just going to go with Braddock's at the end. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Catelyn Braddock's. And um, she was at this chain store and I guess it's a very popular chain store. She walked in with the toddler. Like you buy chains or is this just like a no, Hungarian like a, store? Like you it's go like a like, Walgreens. This would be like if you went to a Ralph's or a Walgreens or but a But it's Sand called Club. like Klarkerslarsch because it's Hungarian. <laughs> yeah, yep. basically. The toddler had been sta- stabbed nine times across his chest and neck. None uh, of it's good, man. No, it's not good. His blood-soaked T-shirt and his mother's jumper were later discovered in an abandoned building nearby. The oh kid is like God. super cute. And obviously this woman, she's like pretty attractive. Which yeah. doesn't matter. I'm just saying it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, different it than the other conversation. It, well, it is because it, it doesn't. When I think of someone who is going to stab their kid nine times, I think of someone like the aforementioned you say, Australian. You, you say this. Oh, um, Catherine Knight. Catherine. I think of a Catherine Knight. This See, woman that's again. funny because I think it's the opposite. I think because of what we've learned here in America, I think that the women that kill their kids the most often are the hot ones because I, they got they're trying well, to do other shit. They're trying to move on. What was it, Susan? Susan something? Was it Andrea Yates? Andrea Yates. Yeah, yeah. she wasn't a looker. But it doesn't she was matter. Sick, I, you know what I mean? She was she sick. Was, she was mentally ill, yes, of course. So investigators believe the motive for the gruesome murder was revenge oh, against yes. Alex's I, dad, Norbert. That's, a, that's like the type of shit I don't particularly understand uh, um, in terms of like the idea of the revenge killing of your family because it's not, it doesn't work. Yeah. And it's not good, man. Like, it's not, it doesn't help the environment. It doesn't help anybody. I feel for this. Obviously, this is a very this is a devastating story. It's a very sad story. Um, But uh, wow. What a fuck. It's just like, it's, you got to be careful. You yeah, should be able to do. get a, you, sh- you need a license to be a, a parent. I think yeah. you should be able to do that. I think that you should be able, you need to take a test to be a parent. Yeah. I guess, Um. yeah, apparently she, uh, she fled to Italy with the son last month. After Man, you know Hungarian what I didn't realize? Court uh, granted the the custody to uh, to her husband. So I'm looking yeah, at this so. picture of Andrea Yates, and she kind of looks like. Try to put my finger. She kind of looks like fucking David Koresh. <laughs> She's an weird looking woman. She's got fucking 90s, big glasses. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's the glasses. <laughs> it's the side bang, but she's got some looks under. Yeah, and then in this other picture, she looks like a fucking circus geek. I know that that's kind of like she's not getting her hair done or anything. It's she's, all good. Um, yeah. Braddock says, I did not kill my son, but it just seems like the way that the body was thrown yeah, onto I think a that it's register. Already We're just going to have to assume that you are the one that killed your son, ma'am. I'm sorry. Yeah. This welcome to Klorskisklorth. We'll have Igor. He is our main. I'm, I'm going to say attendant, crime attendant. I don't know well, what they the, call them. Don't in forget the they supermarket. Put you in a cage. The supermarket was in Italy, so it may have been a very classy Ooh, place. Italian. As course, and then the Italian they, food is wonderful. Now, one thing I remember about Italy is how many. T- t- it's like just nothing but just like beautiful people on scooters, and then guys with the fucking assault rifles and shit. Yep. And, and then every when, building, yeah. every building, someone has to be like beautiful, right? Built by the fascists, yeah, yeah. but beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I be like, ah, oh, cool. Thank <laughs> good, 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 good. Um, oh, anyway, what a horrible day to be a horrible cash, story. Uh, cashier in Honestly, Warco, it's already and be a bagger, so difficult. To, to be it, a man who has to bag or a high school student who's bagging that day. And then you're like, it's this so baby difficult there and, to do it already. Uh, like, yeah. honestly. Um, yeah, anyway. All right, let's go into some fun, lighter news. Okay. Uh, I love this guy. This guy. Uh, uh, all right. So in your way, they still have a princess. Nice. Right? Whatever. Who gives a shit? No, no. All right. Princess Mertelis. <laughs> right? She's a princess. She, what did she do to earn that? Nothing. She came out of a fucking pussy. Who gives a shit? Everybody does. Right? Sure. You're a princess. Who gives a shit? Right? Well, but you know, it is. it does depend what you do with it, the title. Some do better than others. To then be she's fucking it up. Okay. So she's got a boyfriend, right? Which is also weird. It is weird, like, the idea of, like, princesses having boyfriends. You know what what I mean? What else are they supposed to do? I don't know, like, suitors or something? Or, like, guys Mm -hmm. come around, they're supposed to come and give you their ring or something, and, like, 
they put like a they tell your father they're going to purchase you and then you go with them. Yeah, perhaps um, traditions have changed a little bit, but yeah. I, Tim, this is my this is my thing, all right? And I'm going to before we get into the story, if you're going to still be a princess, you need to live by the same old shitty rules that were there in the 1300s. If you're going to be hmm. a princess and wear a crown, you this is what happens. You're already living in a fantasy world. Okay, I feel like you're, you should continue to live in your little fantasy worlds. I mean, she is the daughter of King Harold and Queen Sonia, which sounds really cool. Fucking, what is this fucking uh, Mr. Rogers neighborhood? Well, right? mis- there's nothing wrong with with uh, fantasy land or imagine. What was it? Imagine land, make believe land, um, whatever I don't it was. Care? I always. Felt oh, asleep. I care. I care because Mr. Rogers is an American icon. Yes. Thank God. We have one He's, man hey, one that did not have a secret dark one past in a room with names on it filled um, with victims. But she did end up, and Henry will go on, but she did end up falling in love with an American shaman she did. named Durek Yes. Barrett. So she met a shaman that she fell in love with. Just means that, you know what that means? He's got a big dick. Um, that's know. what that means. And then she's in love so with him. So a princess him. meets a shaman. It is, this is kind of sweet. It's the shittiest fairy tale I've ever heard. He um, got in trouble this weekend because uh, the shaman here, he has an Instagram on Sunday where he came forward and said that he is half reptilian. And I guess half the royal reptilian. family, oh yeah, he made sure he put that caveat in there because he can't be a full reptilian. <laughs> Never go full reptilian. Um, we have learned that on the show. <sighs> and so this is what he wrote in this Instagram message that he immediately had to delete. What? I am a hybrid of a space lizard, reptilian, <laughs> and Andromedia, princess from Greek mythology. And I also have ancient spirits from the ancient world. Lies have been told about a species that I want to address. We are a <laughs> cluster of beings. And that means we have come here to create structures that help people to liberation. Huh? Okay. okay. Space right. locks are here to loosen the system in a significant way. Everything that is locked in structures that actually limit or prevent people from seeing liberation, we shake. We come as disruptors to disrupt frequencies, which is absolutely incorrect. Can I just say this? Can we not have any more disruptors? Wouldn't that be nice if the leaders are like, I'm here to fuck it up. Like, I would just love one to be like, not going to disrupt you. We're just going to try to do the best we can. And be like, thank you. That's all thank I need. You. Just, just all I'm like, asking for. Can we please just stop having the bridges collapse? I mean, please, that would be God. really nice. Um, so, but this guy is, uh, yeah, they had it just, uh, I guess the big thing that they're really taking umbrage on is his criticisms of 5G. <laughs> that was a big thing. But they had yeah. to go, they had to make him delete the post because I guess this is embarrassing and no one really wants to talk about it. No, the Norwegian royal court, they will not comment. On mm. these statements. Oh, Although, on I don't the know shaman that they have to deal with that has to come to all of these royal dinners just being like, have you guys tried extra breathing? This is the thing, y'all. <laughs> if you really want to understand breath, you have to go, <gasps> you have to breathe in so it hurts. And that's where you're finding the understanding. Well, Princess Martha Louise, that's the princess who loves this shaman. She was going to plan. She was planning to move to the United States. But evidently, after the post, she pumped the brakes just a little bit. She's like, like that might this. be a red flag. And she is not going to move to the United no. States as this of is yet. The, this is a fantastic, like, much better version of a Hallmark film. Yeah. Where the princess falls in love with an American and everyone's so excited. But it's like, because you know what she did? She didn't just she didn't just fall in love with any American. No. She fell in love with a real American, a schizoid, absolutely mentally destroyed by social media person that is just there yep. looking for likes. She fell in love with a progeny of Alex Jones. And isn't that I'm just so glad she got immediately fucking brought into the system. Isn't that wonderful? You're immediately shamed. Welcome I to think, America. <laughs> I do think their hot love may have chilled a little bit, though, because Prince, Princess Martha says the wedding is not imminent. Mm. And so maybe this babe, guy. No, wait, babe, I thought our wedding was fuck. Thought our wedding was super imminent, babe. You said I was about nope. to be a fucking prince. You have got to wait until the ring is on your finger before you pretend to be a reptilian. Everybody Ooh. knows that. That's just a little bit of love advice from side stories here at last podcast. Oh, he's Gwyneth Paltrow's spiritual advisor. Well, that explains basically oh, all of it. Wow, this fucking moron. Look at this guy. He is like, he's dressed. Uh, he's wearing a jacket that looks like he took it off of a couch. He is 
the fancy dress. Oh, he's wearing a lot of Afghans. You got this picture of him with this picture of an ocean with him and Gwyneth Paltrow, all smelling like her pussy. That's the one thing uh, also we know about her house is that it just smells like of her delicate pussy all day. Because you know well, she's I got think, the Glade plug-in for it. Well, of course, naturally, she has all the money in the world. She can make that entire house smell any which way she wants to. Wow, so, yeah, look the at man. these robes. I need more robes, man. I would be taken so much more spiritually seriously if I wore more robes. Yeah, so yes. Anyway, it looks as if they were quite close for a while. Um, oh, yeah. But um, I don't know. He doesn't really... Well, it seems like she was in on the grift. She was in on the grift for a while because Shaman Durek in one post says, Princess Martha Lewis of Norway and I would like to invite you to join us on our tour called Activating Divinity, Mm -hmm. where we will hold a powerful space for you to explore your divine self while you learn how to truly live in the beauty of your life without fear. It just sounds like it's a lot of trust falls in a Hyatt but it might be very expensive because you got the Princess of Norway there doing whatever the fuck it is that she does. I guess well, when it comes down to it, it's that you, as a shaman, a princess has the same amount of credentials. Right. And, of course, he is a shaman to the stars. Again, never follow any celebrity advice. No. They're all complete morons. Yes. Um, he is, a, according to him, a sixth-generation shaman. And, again, he's got a small or a large celebrity following. And you can check out his book, Spirit Hacking. Uh, he released that in 2019, so he's trying to hack your spirit, which, you know, I bet you he does say, like, 10% of the advice he gives is probably, like, okay, that'll make my life better. Sure. But then the other 90% are like, oh, he's trying to sell me a book. Oh, yeah, that's so the whole thing. forget that. It's like the first week of Scientology technically can help you with your speaking skills. It's absolutely. It's like Carrying the first, a dictionary is like not a bad idea. The first level of improv. Fantastic. It's gives really a good. tool belt. Gives you a tool belt. Why not? Yeah. The uh, rest of well, it is just your auditioning to date the teacher. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. It's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors big and small some people are presidents some people are soldiers some people have to eat mayonnaise especially with hard-boiled eggs which is what I eat for lunch but I guess I should share that in therapy because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down and what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right, I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right, my job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me 
all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, speaking of acting, Henry, (laughs) an actor's death is never pleasant, is it? No, because we're always scream. Unless we scream death. and we act and we say, no, what am I, I need to go to a commercial audition. <laughs> Although the perfect place for an actor to die, is it not the stage? I would love to. Yevgeny Kulish, 37 years old. Man, it wasn't good for him. He was acting and then all of a sudden he was hit by a ramp on, a sat- at, on Saturday night at a, mas- at a Moscow theater. Whoa, and because he of got that, hit by a ramp, he died that way? He's oh, that's dead. not fun. They didn't even get to see it. Yeah, he got hit by a ramp on Saturday night. Footage wow. was shared all over online. People attempted to revive the actor, but they weren't able, uh, able to. The orchestra also stopped immediately playing as the stage curtain was closed in less than a minute. Yeah, because they crunched um, so him. He, yeah, they crunched him, but you could hear people in the audience scream. One screamed, get a doctor, call an ambulance. Someone got hit by the backdrop. So that's not good. Whoa. And so he he did die now, which yeah, is also very sad. The audience, sad. unlike Vince McMahon with WWE, when Owen Hart died, the audience was asked to leave. Uh, the no, show no, didn't no. go on because sometimes. That's how you know it's not American. Yeah, sometimes the show actually doesn't Honestly, go on. Honestly, I'm actually very surprised that the Russians did that. They're so like, you know, say what you will. But the Russians, they have a number one, very dark sense of humor. Yes, they do. And they are very fatalistic. They very they much are. know that is life, isn't it? That was the greatest performance of Don Giovanni. Oh, yeah, that's a C. The actor himself looks like a real fun guy. He's trying to be a he's a pro actor. He's got a funny little hat on and he's ready to be a big time star. But apparently his light was snuffed out too early. A video was shared by the Telegram channel 112 and it shows the stage actors begging staff to lift the fallen prop. But I guess the staff were the union break. Union, we're sorry. <laughs> you have to sorry. do it. We love no, our unions, but you got to respect their break. It just is what it is. Can't. Sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. Mario's no. not back. We're the we union that it. puts the prop down. The other <laughs> union comes and picks it up. It <laughs> no. is what it is. I we're mean, pro treat, union. We love our unions. I mean, that's just the facts. They need to be uh, treated with immense respect. But um, yep. still. Yep. So he he did die. He did die there. That is All very right. sad. Hey, man, so, actors got to actors got to die eventually. It's how do you get to the in memoriam on the Emmys? You know what I mean? <laughs> I That's the only way to get there. Do they have one in uh No, in, in, Russia? in Russia. No, have- no, no. In Russia, Memoriam has you. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. Whatever, bro. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I can't always be gold. Um, you know what, this though? Is a- I think it is. I think it right, is gold. Right before we do some Hero of the Week, make sure if you're in West Virginia, keep an eye out for the Ogwa River monster. It looks Ooh. like they fucking found him. They say that they found, they saw him. This guy's been talked about for a long time. It's a big old turtle. <laughs> yep. They said these two fishermen, they share their story. They, 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 saw they, they thought they saw a homeless man struggling in the river, and they realized it was a giant turtle. <laughs> no, this is true. What? Yes. Yep. How the fuck you confuse a turtle with a homeless man? I think nine 
Miller Lights. <laughs> the Ogwa monster is a river monster who is at the heart of this story. It's believed to be a creature weighing roughly 500 pounds. This is from Bro Bible, so for however that helps you. The Ogwa River monster is thought to look something like an alligator snapping turtle, but it can come on dry land, and it apparently can eat entire deer. This, this, this legend's been going back since 19... Since 1745. Wow. Because um, they said it ate a child. Child, don't yeah. do that. But Nate Moreno and Jack Byers, they believe that they saw the Agua River monster where they were out there. Well, you know what those old boys were doing. They were fishing for some catfish. Uh-huh. And the two men, oh, they, they spotted that Agua monster in the moonlight. And they thought it, they thought it was a homeless man. But they said, mm-hmm. no. And the first thing we thought, we thought it was someone swimming on their hands and knees, crawling across rocks. But they had a long ass door. They had a long ass tail there. And then when they looked, they brought a flashlight and they saw a big old turtle. And they were like, that's the biggest turtle I've ever seen. That's that bigger sounds than, like it. That's bigger than most turtles. That's a, oh, that did. That's Raphael. Aww. And they thought it was Raphael. They were like, we got to hit him and see if Raphael fuck a human woman like he tried to do in the movie. Well, April O'Neil was quite interested in Raphael, of course, until the person who was not actually in the comic books, uh, I don't believe, Casey about. Jones was was he in the comic books up to the movie? I believe he was a new character introduced. Don't we'll get I we'll don't get know. the memo. Either way, people um, will yell. Yes. Okay. And just before we get to hero of the week, also, I as someone who worked at maybe ten total fast food restaurants, mm. be very careful who you're talking to. Okay. Yes. Because you never know when you're the last customer to yell at some buddy who is working at a Wendy's and they just have had enough and they have a falling down moment and they douse you with a bunch of oil from the deep fryer. Uh, DeMarcus mm, Pritchett, he's 21. That's good. I love this man, his mugshot. He actually looks like quite a nice fella. He's got his Wendy shirt on, <laughs> uh, but over the they Wendy shirt is it the jail. It's the jail. He put the, he's got his jail thing on, but the Wendy's like shirt is underneath it. Anyway, uh, he got, some dude got into a fight with him uh, in the drive through. And then, um, uh, Pritchard was going back to give the guy his cash, but on the way he filled a metal pan full of oil and then he doused him with it. That's not and, good. Um, yes. Look at this. I go, but no, I kind of like, I like the look of his face though. Yeah. Well, the cops. He's so noted, happy. He is so happy because I think he feels like he did what he had to do because apparently the, the the name of the victim is Zion Johnson. Apparently, Mr. Johnson had been, quote, harassing him over the course of several weeks about dogs. The nature of his purported canine conflict what was about. is not further addressed. Yeah, yeah. What is it just about dogs? I don't know. Do you think know. it's just been about, like, do you think it's like one of those where he's been like, a Dotson's not a dog? You're like, my whole family's been raising Dotsons since I was, we wouldn't, got off this damn boat. Absolutely. And don't go through the Wendy's drive through and just criticize the manager about well, his dogs. I did the know. guy was um heinously burned though, right? Yeah, he all over yeah, the yeah, left yeah, side of his body. Thing. Not that bad though. They just said it was like blistering. It doesn't sound any worse than the coffee, uh, the coffee situation at McDonald's no. where the guy burnt his crotch, which was we actually about pretty that. gnarly. It was harrowing. The old woman burnt her yeah, whole it was fucking. A, it was that gal? Yeah. yeah, it decimated her vagina, dude. And Ooh. this one, I mean, like God knows what this does to a bald man's head, because I'm gonna imagine the man's bald. Because when it comes down to it, I guess it's better than going through the hair, because I feel like that actually would make the oil stick. Maybe it right? might. I don't know. Let's try never to experience the pain. Of I'm just hot that's oil. why. I, Although, again, with my fast food experience, I have been burned quite a few times. Oh yes, but also when it comes down to it, man, truly be kind to them. I'm very, very kind to my fast food workers. Anybody who's handing me food, anybody who is, uh, you have to be kind to these people because you never know when they're going to pop up. They're dealing with a lot. They're dealing with a lot. It's not an easy job. Everything, oh, I, right. it's kind of funny because they say this because I feel like back in the day you would say these things were quote unquote easy jobs. Sure. And I think that is like a, a, a thing that keeps popping up. This idea of that's not why they, they were, they, that's why you got to give a minimum wage and all this kind of stuff. Like, it is absolutely not true. Especially when you are in these food deserts in our country. I know it's like a weird sidestep we get to where it's like sometimes the only place to get food is the Wendy's. Is you the got, place to go. And you absolutely. have to go. And you go to this place where you go and like, you know, you got to treat these people with respect because they are feeding our communities. And that's how it fucking comes down. But they're also sadly then at the very edge of the fingertips of some corporate entity that is also making them do whatever it is that they want them to do. Yeah, and of course, potentially killing us as well. But that's mm-hmm. okay. What are you going to oh, do? All right, everyone. It's time for Hero of the all Week. the week. It's a hero. Hero of the week. 
couple of heroes this week. Um, the first one, I'm talking prisoners. And, you know, it's a little bit controversial because, you know, my thoughts on the prison system, indentured servitude and glorified slavery. But the thing is, sometimes uh, you hear stories and you say, well, this is very sweet in, so, in many ways. So over the past 10 years, more than 2000 personalized quilts have been assembled by inmates of the Missouri South Central Correctional Facility, and they have been donated to children in foster care. That's so that sweet. Is, it's very sweet. Uh, this is according to Fred Brown. He said this in an interview. He says, and you know, this is a man who quilts for the foster kids. He says, when I learned that I could help bring a smile to a child's face, I was all in. He goes on, right now I'm working on a puppy quilt that will go to a 13-year-old boy. I don't know anything about him, but I have a feeling he's going to love this quilt. So that is really great, and it's a great kind of rehab. Mommy, mommy, what does boofing mean? It says here, <laughs> boof it to hide it. What does that mean? What, hooch? Oh, my. Well, boofing it, of course, is a fantastic way to get through security. So this is what he told uh, the Washington Post. And by him, I mean William White. Uh, he's an upholsterer by trade. Um, he has been beginning to serve his sentence since 2015. He says, the guys were making these beautiful quilts to give away to foster kids, and I knew it was something I wanted to be a part of. I have six kids, and sewing had always been my passion. And now, here is a way to give back. So hopefully that is a skill also that can be used when they get out of incarceration and they can help a society, because who does it need? Someone to quilt every now and again. People like quilts, and honestly, when it comes down to, they're actually also uh, they, they're quite expensive too. They are quite expensive. All yeah. right, and just last hero of the week, we're talking Green Bay Packers. Yeah, no. you had to. You have to do it. They're there. The opportunity is there. We got to do it because it's not about how great they've been playing on the football field. Woo! What a year it's been. It is. Because, oh, has it been good? Yeah, four and one so far. We've yeah, had a couple times. It's been fun going to see some of the masculine boy games with you, but then I yeah. mostly kind of check out, but I have a good time. Like yeah. being there with you. I like spending time with you. It feels like it's a way for us to bond. It is indeed a great way for us to bond. We bond over a lot of stuff. Uh, Brian Flea Angle, he, uh, he heard that, Adam, that Aaron Jones has lost a necklace and that, and that the necklace contained his father's ashes. So wow. he said, oh, no, this can't happen. Aaron Jones at one point in the game scored a touchdown, and it was at that moment that he lost the necklace, but he didn't realize until after the game. So Aaron Jones is like, I'm going to go scour the field, and he really did. It took him until 1.45 in the morning, and he found the necklace, and Jones then had a great game against the Detroit Lions, and Jones was extremely grateful. And it's just those people going out of their way Doing the extra stuff that really helps. And, you know, when it comes to sentimental stuff, you can't put a price tag on it. Um, so no, because that's the kind of stuff you nice. can't get back. Because unless yeah. you go up and dig up whatever's left of them, that's not and how his, it works. Yeah, and it's also very sad because his father died at age 56 from complications with COVID. So please be safe out there. And again, uh, as the pill form might come out or whatever yeah. it is. You know, we okay. don't preach, but just be we don't safe. Preach. Because be people, safe. Get this stabby. Uh, it works. We've been showing it. Fucking half of humankind's been gotten the fucking vaccine, and it's fine. You so will grow to six foot seven, though. Or five oh, yeah. foot seven. Hey, so man, there's whatever a, it takes. You become Henry or myself. One of the Choose. two. And I hope you took, if you take the Merc, you'll get the jerk. You get the jerk. I don't know. That's a, I really like that idea. <laughs> Free hand jobs with the Merc. Um, all right. It's time for some listener emails. All right. All right, we got some weird shit here. I'm going to do a couple of these because we got we got a little bit of creepies. Okay. A lot of good weird ass cryptids popping around. But this I is. Dude, I love this. I Maybe it's just maybe I'm just noticing, but I feel like there's a resurgence of cryptid talk. There really has been. We do, like also people sending in really interesting stuff. I love anomalous phenomena. So anomalous it is really fun phenomena. to get into it. So here we go. This is a this is a scary story. So I worked at a lockdown psychiatric hospital. And in my first year working, I worked the night shift, 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. We were extremely short-staffed and only had three staff total for the night. There was an assault on another ward, so I had to run there to help out, leaving my ward with just two staff. When I got back to the ward, I was speaking with a patient when another patient approached us. She said to us in a very lighthearted voice, <laughs> While you were gone, I killed someone. Okay. Now, working at a psychiatric hospital with your clientele, also having commuted heinous crimes while out in the world, you hear all sorts of weird shit. Especially when you're new. Some of the patients will intentionally say fucked up things to scare you or sure. just for your reaction. Right. So I didn't fully believe her. 
However, it was time for a war check. And that definitely motivated me to get checking on my other patients. So I started walking away from her and I hear, and I hear, you're getting warmer. Oh my God, that's still horrifying. Can't, still can hear it in my head and it chills me to the bone. I'm checking all the rooms and all of my patients are fine until I get to the last room. I open the door and there is blood everywhere. She had strangled the man with a blanket until he passed out and then bashed his face against the ground until Jeez. he was dead. Oh, my God. She was outside the room smiling in at me and said, I was going to do his roommate, too, but I didn't have time. Oh Long story God. short, she was a very sick lady and yeah. is still receiving help at a different hospital. I'm still at the hospital, and we haven't had a murder since. Ooh. And now we get better staffing numbers. So that is fucking <laughs> scary as fuck. Oh, my God. Well, thank yes. you for what you do. Thanks for being on the front lines between Richard Chase and my front door. So scary. Yeah. I grew up in a 150-year-old log cabin. I was sex. Six years old. Yeah. I was sex. Wow. When we first moved in and I was playing with my dolls at the bottom of the stairs when my little brother's toy ball came bouncing down the stairs. Of course. I took it back up, and I put it in his toy box and continued to play. I hear the ball roll across the floor above me and then bounce down the stairs again. It would happen a lot, no matter how far down I put the ball in the toy box or even if I put the, it in the closet and shut the door. One day, my mother was talking shit about our resident ghost, and she came and laid on the couch beside me and flipped her hair over the armrest. A few, a few minutes later, she started kicking me, and I looked over at her. She had a terrified look on her face, and then you could see her hair move to the left, and she rolled off the couch. Whoa. Something had grabbed her hair and held her down and then yanked her off the couch by her hair. When I was older, my parents had passed away. I moved in with my kids. Several times a month while I was cooking, I could see a shadow... I could see a shadow person looking at me from down the hallway. It would be a nice talk. I would be nice and talk to it about what I was cooking and how my day went. My daughter had a friend who stayed at her house a few times and then refused to stay again. Her mother told me that she didn't want to stay at our house because she couldn't sleep. She said the faces in the walls would talk to her all night. But apparently whoever bought the cabin from them had it demolished. They just said they fucking pull it, pull. They just got rid of it. And then those are just a few of the ha highlights. They said that they live with that for their entire family. Their entire family lived with that for generations. Well, you moved the tombstones, but you, but didn't, you didn't move, move the bodies. I don't know if demolishing the building is going to get rid of the ghost. You may have just angered it. Even maybe further. who knows? And there's one last one. This one. I just thought this was fucking weird. This is a single use cryptid. And I will say this is for you to look it up at home. One night when I was probably around five or six, right? I lived in a trailer park in rural Pennsylvania. Um, I was asleep in my bedroom when I was awoken, but what I thought was something hitting me. I lay there still groggy and trying to comprehend what had happened when something definitely hit me again. It was a Lego. I rolled out of my bed and onto the floor confused. And that's when I saw it. On the floor with me, a few feet away, was what my 90s kid brain could only comprehend as, now get this, the monster from the Honeycomb cereal commercials. Mm -hmm. Look up this monster. It looks no, like a hedgehog. I've seen it. I see it. The encounter, the encounter probably only took seconds, but it seemed as though time was slowing. I could hear the creature making a vibrating noise, not quite a growl or a purr. I slowly reached a hand towards it out of curiosity. It snapped at me. I looked away, and when mm -hmm. I looked back, it was gone. What the fuck is marketing. that shit? Integrated marketing. That is intense. Well, perhaps they're hiding cryptids in real time on our cereal boxes. So when they do reveal themselves, we'll say, I know you. I know You're you. You're the honeycomb monster. Yep. And then you don't know. You honestly ever know a cryptid. No, you don't. You never know any spokesperson. Just ask Jared Fogle or. You'll never any, know. You what never know. Mr. Peanut has done. Well, he died. He is dead, but we're not even getting into Suicide. all of that. Suicide. It may. It what seemed was he a guilty little about? bit. I don't know. I don't know. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We yeah. hope you're doing well out there. Yeah, so you get thanks. out there. You fucking live your life on your fucking look for them big ass turtles. Right? Because yeah. you never know when you're going to see when it gets you in the fucking paper, right? I love a turtle. I mean, you see a big you know ass that. turtle. Number one, 
Try not to kill it, even though I've heard turtle soup is delicious. I've never had no, it. No, I'll get you a gumbo that doesn't have turtle in it. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, you don't need it. But you love your life, knowing for a fact that you've just made the newspaper with no skills whatsoever. Just two eyeballs at work. <laughs> so that you can see a turtle and then talk about it and then laugh your way to the bank as you make absolutely yeah. zero dollars. Because right. guess what it comes down to cryptids? No matter what anybody says to you about cryptids, they are not lucrative. They ruin your life. They can. Don't get involved. They can. Also, big shout outs to all cashiers out there. Any cashier who's had to deal with the stab two-year-old plopped onto their counter. Thank you for what you do. Thanks for being on the front lines of a whole bunch there. of angry people. Yes. And of course, to our fast food workers as well. Why not? Thank you for what you do. And um, yeah. give an extra French time. fry. Or give, give a little chicken fry. nugget in there every now and again, too. Yeah, Ooh. come on. I love it when they toss it. Then I feel like I'm really being served. I know. Um, All right. Because now they're looking at me. They're seeing yeah, me. They're seeing. They're, that's um, an extra onion ring guy. Get that Spring Hill Jack coffee. Get that of fucking course, coffee. Also, it's so delicious. Um, I want to thank everyone supporting the uh, wonderful book, Soul Plumber. Y'all are so sweet. We're going to second printing. True. Second freaking printing. How that's amazing sweet. is that? So just so proud of everyone. Um, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me. Mm-hmm. Hey, beautiful, beautiful. Thank oh, you. also, the Fury Wilder fight was amazing. If you, if you didn't watch it, I would almost say watching it again. Oh, really? Because the intro was really cool. All right, it, it was I'll creepy. It. I like watching the boys struggle. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. dot